received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, Welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts, to the UFC Las Vegas 66 edition of the Gamble Bout Business Podcast. Last event for the UFC for the calendar year and also for the Gamble Bout Business Podcast, the results of this event will then uh, mark the termination or at least the final numbers for 2022 for the podcast. Now, speaking of those numbers, to date in the UFC, the favorites are running 66.7%, normally in a year at 63 or 64%. So, if anything, maybe in 2023, I'll look for that number to return to 63 or 64%. That said, our results in 2022, 109 and 130, showing minus 4.36 of a unit, and we've won the last two fight cards. When I look at those numbers and I see there's 243 fights, because I'm, I'm going to release four today. So I'm going to have 243 fights this year. There were 43 events. That's 5.65 releases per event. That's too much for me. I'm going to react as I have the last two weeks with one or two fewer releases. And into 2023, I'm going to do everything I can to not only turn the tide of what happened this year, but absolutely shatter it because I don't sit right with a whole calendar year in the UFC ending up losing four or five units or two units. What Even if we only win two and had a great day, that's not good enough. Performance will get better. With that, let's look at the future positions that we hold. And again, gaining advantage on the price it's very, very important, but our fighter also has to go out and perform. So CLV is great. For instance, last week with Duplessis, we had a minus 135. He closes 180. He wins his fight, and we look like we're really smart, but it doesn't happen that way all the time. And the two futures we have writing into today's card and next month are Jared Cannonier plus 108. That went out on a tweet some days or maybe a week ago. As well, Brandon Moreno. He's plus 115 per release. He's now minus 115. In fact, I'm looking at my notes from last week's Bout Business podcast, and those were both mentioned there as released on 12-7. So let's move right into today's fights and round one. 
Round one is the second fight on the card. An interesting battle between an Angola fighter fighting out of Portugal and a Czechoslovakian. I'm always fascinated by the origin of these fighters and the tools by which they come to fight. In this case, you got a Czechoslovakian, very stoic, very quiet. He's diligent, forward pressing, somewhat athletic, tough as he can come, and he's primarily a striker. The Angola fighter is Manuel Cape. The Czechoslovakian fighter, of course, is Dvorak. David Dvorak is the stoic Czechoslovakian stalker. Manuel Cape, flashy, fast, athletic, explosive, got power, a talker. A really, really fascinating matchup here, and a matchup at flyweight 125, where Cape opens minus 160, David Dvorak plus 140. Well, now we look at the number. Uh, Cape is minus 245 to plus 210 for Dvorak. When I study who each has been in with, perhaps Cop has been in with a little bit better. He finished Zalga Zumagulov Osborne, but he lost to Nikolau. And in Dvorak's last fight, which was a sizable step up, he fought Nikolau and lost decision also. Listen, I think this fight should be handicapped a little bit closer to the opening numbers and not, I think people are getting punch drunk on this fast-talking, flashy cape who shows up today, by the way, for the stare-downs with sunglasses on. That's always a tell to me. Uh, I like Dvorak at plus 140, but boy, you're going to give me plus 210 or better. I'll take that for one unit. That means we're going to bet one unit to win plus 210 or better on Dvorak. If you're patient, that number may rise. Round one, David Dvorak, plus 210 or better. Now let's move into round two. Round two, we have a battle of, of Russians, basically. Syed Yokub Kakramanov is from Uzbekistan, primarily a Russian vice grip wrestler, sambo artist, against Syed Nurmagomedov, yes, the Nurmagomedov name, but not the same family. And these two fellows are gonna fight at 135 pounds and get it on. Now, the key to this fight to me is, this Nurmagomedov is not the vice grip. In fact, he's a long, tall, skinny, kickboxing-based, striker. Based on who he's been in with, I think the guy is dangerous. He's just not as lethal as the vice grip Nurmagomedovs, and I've never been as impressed with this particular Russian fighter. That said, on the other side of the cage, Kakramanov, I, I wasn't that impressed with him until he ran into Ronnie Lawrence in his last fight, and Ronnie Lawrence is a fighter I regard as middle of the pack or better. And Kakramanov beat the brakes off Ronnie Lawrence. I, my eyes were open. I think this is a good fight for Kakramanov, who must get this fight to the floor. He enters with a chip on his shoulder, thinking that Nurmagomedov and that name just automatically gets people fights. He's been struggling to get a fight. He thinks he's being overlooked. And in this fight, Saeed Nurmagomedov opens minus 150. 
Kakramanov plus 130. Now it's moved into a position of pick'em. In fact, you may even spend minus 120 on Kakramanov. The key to the fight is the floor. We're going to take Sayud Yokob in the Battle of Saeeds. We're going to take Kakramanov minus 110 for one unit. So we will put up 1.1 unit to win one unit. That's round two. Now let's go into round three. Round three, we'll jump up into the main card for a fight that one man requested. And I think that the man that requested it might be sorry that he did. And that is the Drew Dober, Bobby Green lightweight fight. Couple of mature guys, Drew Dober now 34, well-rounded, but he's after a show. He wants to go in there, fight the best, stand with them and throw down. He was overwhelmed by Islam Makachev, but against everyone else, he's shown capable hands, a granite chin, and great determination on the other side of the cage. We have Bobby Green, another skilled veteran of the USC. However, Bobby Green can be really, really temperamental. He can re really, really be high and low and inconsistent in his performances. Now, that said, He's coming off a situation where he accidentally ingested illegal substances. He's trying to clear his name. The dude's a gangster and he's a lot of things, but he ain't a cheat. And I think on the bounce, he's focused to perform, to prove that he's clean as well. It was Dober that called Bobby Green out. That may have been a mistake for Dober. Now, Bobby Green, two inches taller, only two years older, isn't giving anything away, and clearly the man with the better feet, movement, and evasion, Bobby Green. He's got an inch reach advantage on a fight that looks to be a stand-up fight. And when asked in interviews this week how Dober assessed the fight, he says, well, it's power and aggression versus movement and precision. I can't say it any better myself. That's exactly what it is. And in round three, we're going to take movement and precision. That's Bobby Green, priced currently at plus 130. Now let's move into round four. In round four, we're going straight up to the main event. And I alluded earlier in a future position, we took Jared Cannonier plus 108. Had he been 101 at the time, we would have taken that. Any positive number on Cannoneer, I think, is great. And quite honestly, when you look at the opening price, Cannoneer against Strickland for a critical, foundational, important fight at the middleweight division, you find that Cannoneer opened 150, Strickland plus 130. Number went down to pick him. So there has been some Strickland love. And I guess I can see that. But when I break down this fight, I see a guy in Cannoneer that's been in with better. He's been in with the elite. He's coming off a loss himself to Adesanya in a boring fight that most MMA enthusiasts think was uneventful. But quite honestly, that was poetry in motion because Adesanya was so concerned by Cannoneer's power and explosion that he had to make the fight the way he did. And Cannoneer had to be cautious with Adesanya's counter-striking, and he had to watch how he attacked. That was a beautiful fight of 
very skilled mixed martial artist. And what we're going to have here is a skilled mixed martial artist in Cannoneer and a mixed martial artist with a kickboxing background in Strickland that fights more like a saying out of James Brown's tune, the big payback. And that line goes like this. I don't know karate, but I know crazy. And that's exactly how Strickland fights. Strickland is a crazy motherfucker. He fights by going straight at you. He doesn't care if you bust his nose. He's going to get in a street fight and brawl with you. And he doesn't use a plan. Or should I say, every time he's come to the cage with a plan, he, as soon as he gets kicked in the teeth, throws that plan in the toilet and decides to just go out and make it a brawl. His IQ against Pereira was laughable. Has he learned? Are those betting Strickland confident that he's going to come in and try and really win this fight? Or is he just going to try and go out there and get into a toe-by-toe, knee-by-knee, elbow-to-elbow brawl? Because if he does, that's his recipe for disaster against a guy in Cannoneer that's fought at heavyweight and won. Not only that, finished guys. Fought at light heavyweight. Finished guys. Now he's at 185. He's chiseled out of marble and he's on the bounce after a performance against Adesanya that he's disappointed at. Round four, Jared Cannonier. Any kind of price currently minus 110 or better. I think that's a very sound investment. Bout Business Podcast 2022. Four rounds of action early in 2023. We will tabulate final results. We'll look for all of our enthusiast fight fans to join us on the other side. All I can promise you is the results will be way different in 23 than they were in 2022. Thank you so much for tuning in and good luck at the fights. been locked into Gamblu's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind-the-scenes access to the world of MMA. All the superlatives. Oh, oh, that hand is ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.